0: Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life soaking wet, but do not fret Chin up, my friend, a little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget So if you understand, let me see those hands Cause everybody needs a little hope Welcome to Hope the program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson.
1: Well, good morning. We're coming to you live from the Super Talk studio here in downtown Corinth on a warm Thursday morning in late March. March 23rd to be exact. Time is 9.06 and we're here every week on this show called hope we're here each week to share our hope and our hope is in a risen Savior the Lord Jesus Christ uh, my name is Wesley Jackson I'm the program director at Living Free Ministries and the Freedom Center and I co-host this show with my good friends Bobby Caps and Tommy Wilson Bobby Tommy ain't able to make it this week
2: No, Tommy, uh, uh, you know, spends a lot of his life uh, gallivanting around uh, and, you know, with his feet up on a desk somewhere. Usually, uh, if
1: it's not you on the beach, it's got to be him, right? (laughs) (laughs) So he's he's got a family event that they're all (laughs) down at Disney. He's took Bo Riley to Disney, and, man, he said he's having the time of his life. So we're just thankful he gets to do a little getaway here with the family and have some off time. You know, he stays busy day in day out working for the ministries and so i'm thankful that tommy gets the time away uh we do have a fill-in though and uh, i'm thankful for who who's able to fill in for us this morning brett butler another local hero here from crosswind ministries is on the set with us brett how you doing good morning i'm uh
3: doing great this morning uh as you said uh just uh feel so thankful that we're going to have some warm weather today and uh i've been uh I've been trying to do spring now for weeks, and yeah. so it's uh, today's going to be a good day. I just know
1: it. Well, we had that little flash of warm weather a few weeks back and got my hopes up, and then it got cold again, so I was talking to Ralph yesterday, and I said, man, you think it's going to stay warm after tomorrow? And he said, no, nah, it's going to get cold again. So <laughs> Ralph the realist. Ralph coming with the bad news for me, but I can <laughs> Well, it, to, I like. mean,
2: you know, and it is true that I've been here 16 years now, and, and it's like there's a part of you that kind of always wants, you know what's going to happen. You know, you're just like, oh, that little warm two weeks in February, but you know Mm. you're fixing to get more snow. Professional
3: (laughs) wrestling fans call that suspension of disbelief. Yeah, there you go. You just pretend it's real, just (laughs) even though you
1: know better.
2: We know it's coming eventually, so let's get on with
1: it. Well, speaking of warm weather, that brings us to uh, one of our events we got coming up in honor of the Freedom Center. It's one of our local... Fundraiser annual fundraiser we have each and every year at the Freedom Center and this is our third annual Freedom Center golf tournament It's brought to you each year. It's been brought to us by Langley Wealth Management. They're our presenting sponsor. They uh, They take care of us. They're invested in us Uh, Brian and Donna are big supporters of the Freedom Center Donna's on the board there And we're just thankful for all they do for the Freedom Center. We also got some Co-sponsors Gatlin's Pharmacy and uh, Grace Chapel up there at Pickwick their co-sponsors and then the presenting sponsors this year are subway and the dinner bell so we're thankful for all our sponsors of the golf tournament that golf tournament will be going off this year at shallow ridge golf course um uh, april the 22nd at 8 30. so we moved venues this year we'll have a a new course we're going to be playing at and uh, we're just super excited about what's to come with the golf tournament bobby uh Going on third year, you've been involved with it a couple of times. Uh, some of your families helped us out. We we've had sponsors there and um, supporters and volunteers. Brett, I believe you got to come out the last couple of years. I and did. Yeah. That's a big day in the life of the Freedom Center. The guys get to get out there on the golf course and uh, be part of serving and giving back. And we're just thankful for a community that supports us at that capacity. We um, we just found out also in the last couple of weeks. I don't know if you guys were able to listen last week, but. Uh, Talked to Tommy a while ago, and he said, man, you you went from having me and Sandy on the show last week to having Brett and Bobby this week. (laughs) So that's like a 180-degree change. But we had Sandy Jones on here last week talking about the Rooster Run. In the life of Living Free Ministries, we will be the beneficiary of the Rooster Run this year. So we're starting to uh, promote that and just tell what all the options and opportunities are to serve there and to give back in the community. So we're thankful for the folks over at the Rooster Run also. uh, I was talking to her last week on the show and and I've never attended the Rooster Run but they've uh, it was it was funny how it all started she said she got on Facebook and uh just reached out to her friends about raising money for this big rooster and it, and it just took off <laughs> like wildfire and now it's turned into the third biggest political rally in the state of Mississippi
3: Is that a 5K? It's a 5K. Okay, that's yesterday. what I thought. Yeah
1: and so that's uh that's two things we have big going on in the life of our ministries locally here coming up soon and so we're thankful for the community we encourage everybody to get out and be part of that Uh, we really couldn't couldn't do what we do without all of our sponsors and all of our support Bobby since day one You've been around since the planning and since the uh, the word has been put out for the Freedom Center that, that the need was there. And, man, this community has responded in a big way each and every time that the need is put out. And so thankful for that. Uh, you've been here. How long have you been, been here now, Bobby? How many years have been here? 16
2: years, July the 4th. Okay.
1: So so you have yeah, got to is... see the heart of this community <clears throat> over yeah. and over over the last 16 years I'm yeah
2: it's shocking community and and of course you know I came from big cities Phoenix and San Diego so yeah. it's kind of ever hard to feel like that you're you know a part of the community you know you're you know you're a part of a piece of it but you don't yeah. but like you know in a small town you really feel like you're a part of the community and and uh, of course Brett's one of the from here guys that's yeah. a special yes. That's a whole nother level. You're, you're kind and, of in and a different, uh, different category. Yeah, whenever there's you're a local. from here thing. Yeah. but I, I promise, you know, I'm an outsider, but I've really been adopted well uh, by the community and mm. loved well. And, um, and the other piece is that, uh, you know, as, uh, as every ministry in this town can attest, uh, this is the most wonderful, generous community that in you know that we've ever seen. And they've not only supported our ministry, but ministries like Living Free, Gary over at the Lighthouse, you know, and every other thing, you know, the boys and girls, it doesn't matter what it is, project attention, you know, it's just, if there's a ministry, if people are trying to help folks, uh, our community just, you know, rolls their sleeves up and does it. And you're talking about these events, it's like some fun thing to do on Saturday morning, go out and walk or jog three miles and and but also contribute to a ministry or go out and play golf which you're probably going to do anyways and Mm. you know and, and use the green fee to you know support a ministry and and um and it's just like there's so many things to do around here where you can just look around and say hey i'm just gonna you know do some fun stuff with my family but i'll be supporting the ministry while i do it and um, so we're just really thankful, you know, it's a wonderful community, and it's really a treat to live here, it's a testimony to, you know, it's testimony to long, tenured, you know, mature spiritual ministry here, yeah. and, and churches, and big, strong, good churches, and, and um, you know, and just and, and the just people that really care for each other.
1: Well, I, I can echo that, Bobby, I'm kind of a transplant, I'm a little bit of an outsider, not a, a local like Brett, but... I've been nothing but welcome since day one here and, and I've just been thankful to be a part of all what's going on. Uh, the heart of the community has been accepting and they've been giving and it's fun to be part of that's for sure. It's an encouragement for those of us that's, that's out trying to help folks just to have the support of the people behind us pushing us to, to do more so I'm thankful for that. Uh, Bobby, our golf tournament, like I said, is April the twenty second. Uh, we do still have a few spots. We've got a lot of hole sponsors. We've got about twenty one sponsors so far, and we're looking to take on two or three more hole sponsors. So if anybody out there has a local business or a family or something that just wants to sponsor a hole in our golf tournament, reach out to us. Get in touch with us. We would love for you to be part of our. Give our us a number deck where it's we can a, get a hold of you. Already, yeah, I'll give out my phone number. It's seven three one. 0836. that's seven three one nine two six zero eight three six or if you're just wanting to reach out and you want to go to our website you can leave us a memo on the info part of our website you can go to corinthfreedomcenter.com that's corinthfreedomcenter.com leave us a message we'll get back with you and uh you can be part of our fun day uh you know we couldn't do it without you guys this, um, this, this cost, the money that we raise on this day, it helps offset the cost that cost our guys to go through the program. So that, that's where the money goes. It doesn't go directly to us. It goes to offset the cost of our guys' program. So we need all the help we can get, guys, and, and we're thankful for that. But uh, we're gonna go to break, but before we do, I wanna thank our sponsors of the show. We got sponsors that have been sponsoring the show for some time now, and we're super thankful for them. We got uh, Corinth Mattress and Furniture Outlet, Nick Baines Law Office, Wilco Real Estate, Tommy's wife Maria has been a sponsor of the show since day one, and we're thankful for her. Uh, Daniel Arthur in the local subway, Gatlin's Pharmacy, and Crosswind Ministries. We're thankful for all our sponsors. We'll be right back.
0: Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy,
3: 662-438-6605.
4: Hi folks, this is Tommy Wilson, car and mattress furniture outlet right here on Highway 72 in Car, Mississippi. And man, do we have deals going on. Listen, $99 twins, $99 fools. Also, man, we've got $300 off of every King and Queen mattress that's listed for $6.99 or more. Adjustable beds, recliners, lift chairs on sale. And you gotta remember, you gotta come three miles west of high prices to get them deals.
0: Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, Now back to hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps and Wesley Jackson. <clears throat> Welcome back.
2: Uh, this is Bobby and and uh, we're gonna kick off our this second segment talking about something that's near and dear to our hearts and and it's a near and dear to a lot of moms, a lot of grandmas that call us uh, and uh, we get calls all the time that say, Uh, And especially in our counseling center, too, Brett, uh, we'll have one spouse or the other spouse that says, we need help. Mm. And a grandma will call and say, my grandson's in trouble. My mom will call and say, my boy's uh, in trouble. And first thing that Wesley will do, because, you know, Wesley's kind of our tough guy. So (laughs) Wesley will go, well, let me talk to them. Yeah. And because, you know, mom may want you to get help, but the guy, the son, might not want no help at all. You know what I mean? Well, that's it. And the wife might want the husband, the marriage to get straightened yeah. out, but the husband may not want nothing to do with it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so our question that we thought that we might chit-chat about, because this is so much in our wheelhouse, is how does God bring someone to change. In, in other words, what does what God, how does it happen? I mean, am I the one that has to get so miserable that I want to change? Is God doing something, you know, if I'm going to end up having a marriage that's wonderful, that glorifies God, there's got to be some things that change. And what is it that's going to bring me to the point of change? If I'm going to actually finally uh, face my addiction, uh, go to a place like the Freedom Center yeah. or even some you know a non-residential place like Living Free and begin working, get counseling, whatever it is, what is it that brings me to that point? Because I know that you guys that are listening to me right now, you've got friends right now that need help, and they need yeah. it bad. But they're just like, you don't know what to say to them, or you don't know you know, when they'll get to that place. And so I thought that we would just talk about it. And I'll tell you this, is that <clears throat> the Scripture has uh, a lot to say about this subject. So of course we want to hear what God has to say because we could come up with a bunch of ideas about what brings people to repentance, but or to change to heart change, but it's God who actually tells us how it works, and so we're going to see what He says over the next couple segments. But but one of the things that we also have uh, in our our lives is that. Personal experience, Wesley, how did God bring you to repentance? Brett, how did God bring you to repentance? Me, how did God bring me to repentance? We have our personal experience, but here's the other piece. The other piece is we have the experience with a whole bunch of other people that we've worked with on, you know, how God brought them to the place that they were really ready. And then here's the other piece, is the other piece is that am I really— Am I really at a place where I want to change or I, do I just want to get out of trouble? In other words, my wife's threatened to leave me. Do I really want to change or I, do I just not want her to leave me and not go through the hassle, you know? Or you know, my I I just got caught with a bunch of dope and do I really want to change or I, do I just want to stay out of prison? <laughs>
5: You know what I mean? Or, yeah. you know,
2: I'm like all these different things, right? And and I know when you're listening, you're thinking that. You're thinking, you know, just... Here's the problem. is My husband really doesn't want to change. I'm just going to have to live with his garbage. Yeah. You know? And so or my wife doesn't really want to change you know what i mean i'm just going to have to live with it you know or whatever and 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 i'm i feel like my back's against the wall and i don't know how god brings about change in someone's heart and so we're going to talk about that a little bit and i thought maybe i'd start with our personal experiences and it's like because god's brought each of us to repentance in different aspects of our life and i thought that i'd let i First, Wesley, you share, then bread, and then me, and I'm going to talk about a different aspect uh, of it just to talk about uh, something that I know is, is a part of a lot of our lives. So, Wesley, how did God, how did God bring you to change?
1: Well, it was a, a very long and drawn-out process, Bobby, that ultimately God allowed me to uh, get a hold of the things that I thought I wanted in life. And at the end of the day, those things never filled me. Hmm. And I wound up at a place of all-time brokenness and low that uh, I really wasn't able to tolerate. But that's how he showed me that I needed a change. Hmm. And he brought me to a place of, I guess, understanding that I had a need.
2: Okay, so let me, I'll give you a little uh, biblical counseling uh, tips here here's how we do this so when I listen to Wesley I immediately think of a guy named Solomon mm. and he wrote yeah. a book of Ecclesiastes to say that God gave me everything I wanted yeah. period everything mm-hmm. he gave me all the women I wanted he let me do anything I wanted whatever my eyes saw that was what I did yeah. And he did that to bring me to the end of myself and to show me that it was all vanity, meaning that it it was all empty and would never fulfill me, never, ever. But he let me go through it all and have it all and to show me that there was nothing there.
1: Well, and and it was a seasonal deal for me, Bobby. Over the course of my life, I would get to these uh, roadblocks or these low points, multiple low points, and I would think, well, I can change this, and that'll work. That's going to change everything, right? If I change this one thing, it'll all be better. And so I would try to do that. And I, and I did that over and over over the course of my life. But at the end of the day, the Lord, by His grace, had had the opportunity to show me that no matter what I did and where I looked to and what I sought after, it was never going to work out without Him. And that that's ultimately what it what it became in my life was... I got to a point of helplessness and hopelessness to the fact of the matter. I couldn't look nowhere but up because I was so down. I was so low and I was so broken that only God could fix what I had going on. And -hmm. and that's where that's, that was the course of my life. You know, 34 years later, I was looking up at a place where I didn't like who I was. My wife didn't like who I was. My kids didn't like who I was. And at the end of the day, I didn't even really know who I was. Mm
2: -hmm. And and even then down at that place of hopelessness, Mm -hmm we don't know how to reach out to God. He has to reach out to us. Mm -hmm. God has to rescue me. I don't rescue myself out of a pit. Mm. I I wait patiently for the Lord, you know, until he hears my cry. He's the one who has to rescue me out of the pit, not the other way around.
3: Brett, how was it with you? Well, uh, guys, I I thank you for that. That is, that's uh, so powerful, Wesley. you know nothing. Nothing blesses me more than to hear uh, someone's testimony of the Lord Jesus and and transformation. You know, um, God is so good and He's faithful. And uh, you know, Bobby's mentioned our our biblical counseling ministry, and certainly the Lord has has blessed us uh, with that. Uh, divine work and uh, divine burden for the hurting people in our community. And, you know, one thing about being a biblical counselor um, in the setting that we're in at Crosswind, we have a very diverse group of people that we get to uh, we, we, we get to work with, and that's, um, that's challenging. It's also um, just uh, amazing in so many ways. Uh, but regardless of who walks through that door and whatever issue they present with, everybody's looking for the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, and not just that, I find that in my own uh, personal testimony of the Lord Jesus, that 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 we're all looking for the same thing. You know, everybody wants peace in their life. Um, Everybody wants freedom from whatever it is that's that's keeping them bound, so to speak. And ultimately, everybody's looking for joy. Everybody wants to experience joy in their lives, uh, regardless of their circumstances. And so, you know, my story, if you will, is is, is no different. Um, you know, the Bible tells us that we are saved by grace through faith and not by works, uh, lest any man should boast. And so... Um, what had to happen in my life is the same thing that has to happen in anyone's life, mm-hmm. is um, I had to get to a place of complete humility. Mm. And uh, you can talk about humility, but sometimes it's uh, it can be a little vague and people don't really know exactly what that looks like. And for me, and really for everyone else, um, uh, it's, it's, it's that place where you lose all confidence in your flesh. You lose all confidence in your ability to turn things around, get it right, mm. and, and and however you you know you want to say it, and so uh, you know that's the way it was with me. Um, there were lots of times in my adult life where I felt like I was ready to change. And I was ready to be that man that God wanted me to be. Uh, but I wasn't quite there yet. And, um, and I couldn't get there on my own. Just like Bobby said, I couldn't will that to happen or make that to happen. But praise the Lord Jesus, um, He came and found me and He made that happen. And He helped me realize exactly who I was and what I was capable of or not capable of. And then um, I realized who He was yeah. and what He is capable of, and and He saved me. Excellent. And so, <clears throat> yeah, so both of your cases, there
2: is a, a, a kind of a withering uh, that happens uh, that God lets us experience, uh, whether we're chasing the wind or, or we're just suffering with trying to be our own savior, or pick ourselves up, or straighten ourselves out, or how many times have we tried to, you know, stop drinking, or stop this, or, you know, stop being a jerk, or whatever it is. And one of the things that David says, is David said that in his life, he said that my bones were wasting away, and I groaned all day long because day and night, your hand was heavy on me. Mm. And and David literally attributes the stress and the pressure and the, and the, you know, I don't know who I am, I don't know how I get out by God's hand being heavy on him. We see in the New Testament that God says, don't be deceived, he's not mocked. Mm-hmm. whatever you reap you're going to sow and but he it's not like god is disconnected from that mm-hmm. it's not it's it's not like god is is saying well you know you can go out there and chase the wind if you want to and you know uh, i'll just watch no uh, he actually is holding his hand on you and not letting you get away from the suffering mm-hmm. that your that your foolishness is causing right? And I'm not mocked, he said. I'm involved. My hand is the hand that's heavy on you. And so it's like that God does when gets me down to that place. He strips me of my confidence in myself. That's the definition of humility. Brings me to a place of, I don't know who I am anymore, and I don't know how I am, and I don't know the way up. And I know the only way is up, but I don't know how to get there at all. And so after the break, we're going to talk—I'm going to tell a little bit about my story, and then we're going to talk about some good news and some solutions and how God turns us around so that if you've got a friend who needs to be turned around, or if you do in your life, if your marriage is suffering, if it needs—if it doesn't glorify God, if it's just missing the mark in all the areas, there's no peace there like uh, Brett was talking about, no joy there, no contentment, you're not happy. Happy to come home. Well, God has a word for you, and uh, we'll be talking about it after the break.
3: This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is quite simply, what type of help Need of seasonal apparel and these are just a few things that we do and we we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone so if you are in need of help please call us or come see us at crosswind on 703 tate street we're here to help Bain bowen attorneys at law are proud
0: to be a part of this program At Baines & Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines & Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines & Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Welcome back. We're talking
2: about uh, what brings people to the point where they're finally willing to change. And, and um, uh, so I'll tell you a piece in, uh, of my story. Uh, when God saved me, uh, I was 27 years old. And I was raised in a religious home, but uh, there was a lot of abuse in my home that that abuse eventually broke my home up and sexual abuse and all different various types of abuse and and um so i kind of just flipped the god switch off and and uh, was a religious boy uh but wasn't a christian and uh, then i wasn't a religious boy Uh (laughs) and um i was just uh chasing the wind as as it were but then god saved me uh when i was 27 years old and but uh, i was a mess still Uh, and I hadn't uh, worked through uh, through uh, anything that was going on inside of me and so one of uh, my real uh, difficult uh, problems was I was an angry young man and uh, God had saved me and I really loved him and I was really excited about his salvation but I was angry and I didn't know what to do about it. I mean, I would fly off the handle. Uh, it didn't take much uh, to get me, you know, I always had a nice face on when I was around other people, but the people who suffered my anger were, were my family, you know, my wife and my kids. And and uh, my boys were little at the time. And, and uh, my wife and I went to a uh, retreat, a Christian retreat. And um, I remember my boys were like eight and six and four, I think. And um, I, they one of the things they told us to do homework sums was to go home and ask our kids tell our kids you know just say hey you're not going to get in trouble but but uh, if there's one thing you could change about daddy what would it be and so I got my eight and six four year olds together and I said if there's one thing you could change about daddy what would it be and my eight year old his lips started trembling he said daddy you're mad all the time and um, you know I I I uh, I was grieved by that and uh, there's a there's a bible verse that said godly sorrow will change your heart Mm. Mm. Uh, the way the language is it says will lead to repentance but that's what repentance is it's your heart and mind changes and i didn't really i knew that my anger didn't glorify god i knew that in my anger i was sinning against my children and not creating a safe environment for them. They didn't feel safe. And In case you don't know this, guys, uh, any of you who are also rageaholics, uh, your kids don't feel safe if you're uh, raging. Uh, and they literally, and you're, you are responsible. You're the one to make that home safe. And uh, they don't feel safe because of your anger. And so, so what God did was he just, you know, I used my kids to... To speak to my heart and to break my heart about my anger and to, to, to help me face the sin of it and to help me face the fact that I was a wounded puppy and and uh, I was hurting everybody around me. And uh, so I had to go to work uh, on my anger. I called a counselor friend of mine uh, and said, told him what my sons had said. And he said, are you ready to get to work on it? And and um, and God over the next couple of years, brought me a lot of peace in my heart. That peace got translated into my life, uh, and I wasn't an angry guy anymore. And it um, and, uh, didn't mean that I didn't get angry, and I didn't still uh, sin in my anger, but it didn't characterize my life like it did earlier. And so sometimes uh, the Bible says that it's godly sorrow that will lead you to repentance. The Bible also says in Romans 2 that the kindness of God, leads us to repentance. In other words, God was kind to me. Listen, and and God wasn't just kind to me. He was kind to my wife, and he was kind to my little boys, you know, and he didn't want them to be raised by this angry father uh, who was sinning against them, terrorizing their life, and making them feel unsafe, and making them not trust authority, because authority's not safe, and it's not trying to protect me. It's out to hurt me and get me, and so, and I wasn't a physically violent guy. I, I don't. I've just when I'm talking about it, I almost feel like I need to protect myself. And, and on, but the only reason I'm saying that is I I was raised in that. I was raised in physical violence. So I was thankful that I that I didn't pass that on to my kids. I was really disciplined. I was a spanker. I did spank my kids, but I was really disciplined about only. you you know spanking them three times and you know three licks with an inanimate object you know or something like that and my 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 principal used a paddle on my rear so you know I had some some version of a paddle I think it was my wife's sandal or something but anyways (laughs) I and and I know nowadays that that some people think that's abuse but you know the Lord has different ideas about that and so my, my thought is is that So what did God use to bring me to repentance? Well, God was kind. God was kind to me and my family. And in a very tender moment, a very tender moment of brokenness, uh, God let me see my anger in a way that was humbling, in a way that was sad and heartbreaking. And I actually had a, a picture that flashed up in my mind about my sons all standing around my grave, you know, in their thirties or forties and, 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 um, and saying, boy, our dad, you know, he, he was a good guy and he loved us, but he sure was mad, you know, or something. I was like, man, that's not the legacy I want to leave for my children, you know? And so, um, so, you know, God brings us to repentance in some ways. Some ways is just, he, he just, he, 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 you know some sometimes it's a letter from our wife mm-hmm. Wesley you told me that God used a letter from yeah. your wife that really broke your heart and mm-hmm. and and really led you to this place of and, and it wasn't you, you well, it wasn't well, like God saved you there but it was God getting you to the place where you could hear the well, gospel Well that was it
1: God was drawing me through that yeah, letter yeah. he was exposing my heart and what was coming out of my yeah. heart throughout that letter and um Ultimately, that was presenting itself in the circumstances. Yeah, there's a the Bible verse in
2: John 6 where it says the father has to— Draw you to yeah. the sun, or you'll never come. Yeah. And and for those of you churchgoers, you know that Greek word actually means drag. Yeah. And like, Amen. and so, so, so God was had to drag me to Jesus, yeah. you know. And so that was how God was dragging you to Jesus, you mm-hmm. know. He was using your brokenness and your wife's love for you to drag you uh, to Jesus, you know. Well,
1: that, well, that was it. That was the picture of uh, you know God's love for me that He had given me this wife that was willing to stick it out and care for me and like you said Bobby it's that uh Romans 2 4 passage there where it's the goodness of God that led me to repentance ultimately and uh I was living in a state of condemnation because I had all of this sin in my life that had manifested itself and that's all i would ever known and so that was what was just oozing out of my calloused heart was this sin and these hardships and so I was beating myself up and I didn't know how to handle it and I didn't know what to do because you know, ultimately, that, that's all I'd ever known. And, and God, in that moment, by His grace and His love and His mercies, just showed me that all the things that He had already done for me and what He had accomplished through the cross. And He gave me eyes to see that that there was hope, but the only hope was through His Son, Jesus. And, man, that, uh, that Romans 5, 8 verse became real in my life, and God showed me that, that He still loved me. Yet, even though I was a sinner, he gave his his son to die for me. so So let me pick up a tip for you guys that are
2: listening and have somebody who you'd like, who's in real bad trouble, but you just feel like that nothing can change their heart. What you just heard from Wesley and from me was that God actually used something that was tender and wonderful and loving? Mm-hmm. God didn't come and Every point, time. and God didn't come and, and stick his finger in my face mm-hmm. and say, "You're an angry man. Get your act together." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He used the love of my sons for mm-hmm. me, and their trembling lips, you know, to break my heart and to get to me. And in your case, he you used your wife. and mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that so. And, and it, it is important that you realize is that you telling that your your grandson or your son, you better get your act together. you know this stuff's just killing you. A lot of times we just hear that as the law and the law just makes us want to keep doing it and, and uh, very, very seldom. It's just the gospel. There's good news, there's life, you know, there's hope, there's appeal, there's heartbreak. There's all those things, and you know, and uh, those things God uh, uses. Occasionally, God will use something to really crush us. It feels a lot different than that. But in our cases, uh, and the tip that I'd probably give you guys is, you know, I love people, uh, and that opens their heart a lot uh, easier than uh, than jumping on them about how bad they're doing.
3: Brett. You know, uh, I I love listening to your stories, and I share a lot of the the same uh, experiences. And one thing all three of us uh, have come to know that, um, and this message is really central uh, to the gospel that we see uh, all throughout Scripture is that um, it is grace. It's the grace of God that unmerited favor mm-hmm. and and His love that uh, that changes people. It softens hard hearts. Uh, uh, fixes bad behavior uh, uh, repairs broken relationships uh, whatever you want to say it's all about grace uh, and it's all about love um, applied to broken lives and so um, you know I'm just uh, so thankful that um, that I was able to be exposed to that hmm. and uh, and saved and uh, you know Paul tells us in uh, in second Corinthians chapter 5 and this is a you know very familiar verse of scripture to a lot of people but um, that that when you you're in Christ, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creature, you know, a Mm. literal new creation, and the old things have passed away, behold, uh the new has come and those old things are the things we're talking about here those old things Mm -hmm. that 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 we never could seem to shake you know those things that 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 hurt us and hurt the people around us that we love the most so uh i'm just kind of overcome with thankfulness today to Mm -hmm. be uh to, to to be who i am in christ and and uh to be able to serve him and uh to be able to be in fellowship with uh with men like you is um is is wonderful
2: yeah so yeah, so God God does change our hearts, and God does sure. bring us uh, to drag us to Jesus, you know, and He uses all these different ways to do it and 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 I want you to believe that about the person that you love. Uh, and I want you to believe that about your marriage, uh, and I want you to believe that God's at work saving your marriage, you know, rescuing your hearts, and I, God's at work saving, you know, that son who's out still addicted, and, you know, God's at work, you know, He he's at work, and and so uh, you, how do I work with him? Well, it is, you know, you, use the power that he has given you, the power of life, which is the good news about Jesus. Sometimes Tommy just says it simply, you know, Jesus Christ will change your life, bro, and you you eventually have to get to the place where you believe that. Mm. and and um and so uh, we're going to take a a uh, another break and come back and wrap things up. But I hope that you're encouraged today. I hope that you're encouraged along the lines of that God actually does change our hearts, mm. that you can trust Him to do that, uh, and the means by which He does that is different for each of us, but. There's something about it uh, to where it's kind and gentle and and fierce at the same time. His hand is heavy on us, uh, but it always brings us to this place, this place of freedom, place of joy, place of peace, place of rescue, even the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we are going to uh, take a quick break. Thank you. Thanks again to our sponsors uh, for taking care of our show, the finances of it. Uh, you're a blessing to us, and our blessing to our community. We'll be right back. <music>
0: Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605.
4: Hi folks, this is Tommy Wilson, Car and Mattress Farm Charlotte, right here on Highway 72 in Car Mississippi. And man, do we have deals going on. Listen, $99 twins, $99 fools. Also, man, we've got $300 off of every king and queen mattress that's listed for $6.99 or more. Adjustable beds, recliners, lift chairs on sale. And you got to remember, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals.
3: Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you
0: come in and create yours today subway eat fresh now back to hope with tommy wilson bobby Caps, and wesley jackson
2: welcome back we're gonna wrap it up and have a couple of commercials here at the end but but uh let me just say this is that that uh, we were talking about in the break that it was always the grace of God, right? And, I mean, like, and no matter what you're suffering or what you're up against, uh, it's always going to be God. And what, when I say the grace of God, I actually mean God Himself present with you, mm. uh, rescuing you in this moment from this situation. So you're. You know your marriage is suffering, and it doesn't look like at all like God had planned marriages to look. And there's no peace there, and there's no love there, and there's no happiness and sweetness and joy. And you know you're not crushing on each other anymore, and all that stuff's all lost. And 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 but you know God's rescuing, God's at work taking care of uh, the problems. The Bible says, "You work out your own salvation with fear and trembling." But it's God who is at work in you mm. to will, that is to make you want to do it, and to do, that is to give you the power to do, His good pleasure. So if God wants, you, if God's good pleasure is that you have a wonderful marriage, then He's at work in you both making you want to have a wonderful marriage and giving you the power to have a wonderful marriage if you'll just yield to him and work out a good power, you know a good marriage. And those that's a Philippians two passage. It's really powerful verse. And so uh, when in wrapping it up, just l- let me say this. Whether it's the good Samaritan, I mean uh whether it's a prodigal son who gets to the end and starts eating corn husk and saying it's better at my father's house, and God grants him repentance because of that, or whether it's no matter how many of your situations that God's brought you to, God is faithful to change the hearts of his people. God is faithful to give you a way out with every temptation. He, he promised based on his faithfulness that he'll give you a way out. He'll bring you, he'll change your heart. And What happens is that when he comes and puts his pressure on your heart, that heavy hand, if you will, or that kind and gentle goodness of of a wife's letter or a child's appeal, when God presses your heart, listen, just say yes. Hmm. Just say yes. Because I promise you, and that's what Brett was talking about with the humility, the only reason you don't say yes when God leads you to repentance is because you're still proud. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says about that, that God only resists one thing, and he resists the proud. And he's not going to play ball with you. But if God leads you to repentance, don't be proud. Just say yes. And I promise you what happens next is the power of God, the deliverance of God, the rescue of God into your situation. Guys, give us a couple closing comments. Brett?
3: Well, we know um, we know for a fact just by the uh, just by the topic matter of this show that there are there are people out there right now listening to this program who are who are desperate. Uh, we know that there's people out there that are hurting. Uh, there are uh, many folks that are uh, struggling with all types of addictions. Uh, there's people that are depressed and anxious. And uh, just looking for those things that we referenced earlier, you know, the peace and the joy and the freedom. And um, let me tell you what, what the Lord Jesus said in uh, John chapter 4. Uh, Jesus says that whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And... Um, I tell you, when I when I look back at my own life and my own struggles and and uh, and and look at just my most uh, desperate uh, moments, um, I just think about how uh, how thirsty I was and just how hungry I was uh, for something real and for something um, life giving and restorative and um, and uh, and I found that in the Lord Jesus.
1: Yeah, Brett. Um... In my most broken moments it, it became real to me that uh, what Bobby said is is that the Lord gives us a new heart he changes that heart he uh, draws us to do his will and our desires change ultimately and then we desire to have that relationship that fellowship that uh servanthood under mm-hmm. the Lord yeah. Jesus New heart new yeah. desires. But that's it's that's it, it. And, and I was telling you guys when I in the break there I talked to all kind of folks are reaching out because their heart is hurting for their loved ones and they they feel that there, there's potential in this person and, and that they're a loving type of person and they're always under the impression that they they're good-hearted people and it's like at the end of my road God gave me eyes to see that I was a hard-hearted dark-hearted person mm-hmm. and there in, Germ- in uh, Jeremiah 17:9 it says you know the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick who can understand it mm. yeah Here, here's the answer I the Lord search the heart there you go test the mind and give every man according to his ways and then over in Ezekiel it talks about giving you a new heart with it's, new desires, so you'll want heart. to
2: do what I want you to do well
1: that's it he's in Ezekiel what is it? I think 36 26 says I'll give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you and when God puts his spirit mm-hmm. in you he keeps you, and that it's grace it, keeps you.
3: Isn't it amazing that the uh, that the narrative of the world though says, "Wesley, just follow your heart, yeah, man. Yeah. Just you, follow your heart, man." And you know uh, we're all familiar with that. And I'm not trying to be glib or or or, or make light of something serious, but um, but 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 that's not it at all. You know, the narrative uh-huh. of the kingdom is totally different. It's don't follow your heart. Um, let God, the heart of God give, yeah, your, heart, the heart of give God, your heart. Yeah, follow the heart of God. Give your heart away. Give my heart away. Yeah, and, get and a that, get a different heart. Get the it. heart of God. Yeah.
1: And at that moment, then there, there's freedom in that, and that's uh, that's powerful.
2: Well, remember we have a golf tournament coming up, and we have the Rooster Run coming up, and and uh, so make sure you avail yourselves of those opportunities at the end of next month. Yeah. Uh, and uh, go out and run a ten k and play a little golf and help us out with our ministries and. And uh, and it has been uh, a joy uh, to be with you and talk to you about how God changes hearts. Wesley, pray us out.
1: Yeah, um, the dates on those uh, events coming up are April the 22nd for the golf tournament and June 17th for the rooster run. Tonight at Living Free Ministries at 6 o'clock, we will have a meal served from the dinner bell, and we will have a speaker. I'll be speaking tonight, so if you want to join us tonight, come on out. But uh, I'm going to pray for us. Heavenly Father, Lord, I'm just thankful for the day, Lord. I'm thankful for the opportunities you put in front of us, Lord. I'm thankful for your kindness, your goodness, your gentleness, your love, Lord, that you show to us, even when we're so undeserving, Lord. Your faithfulness is what keeps us, and I'm thankful for that today. If there's anybody out there struggling, I pray that they look the only place the answer is, and that's in you, Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm thankful, uh, Lord, that, that today I have hope in that. And it's in Jesus' name we pray.
3: Amen.